Hi, I'm Gupta. I'm Lachlan. I'm Jack. I'm Sean. Lachlan will be conducting our podcast today. All right. In your opinion, what is the best gym for families? For families, um, I would I would say the YMCA. The YMCA has a lot of resources for all age groups to use. They got a basketball court. They got a daycare. They got a lot of cardio, you know, for, for my they old They got dads. a pool as well. They do have a pool. Um, what do you guys think about the Y as a family gym? Yeah, I agree. For If you want a family gym, I would say the Y is a pretty good option. You um, got, got a lot of stuff for the gym, but you also got a lot of other stuff for, like, kids or older people. So if you want a family gym on a budget, it's good. Yeah, I think the Y is, like, a good, like, starting gym for, like, families. It's got, like, pool, basketball court, gym, like, everything you need pretty much for, like, it's not that expensive. Uh, O2 is a pretty good family gym, too. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a little bit more expensive, but you'd probably go longer. Yeah. The Y is also located on 55, yeah, location. Yeah. Um, yeah, family gym. I'd probably have to go with the Y. Or also UNC Wellness Center doesn't have um, as big of a facility as the Y. They do have an indoor pool. They do also have a sauna. Like like the wide, they don't have a full basketball court or recreational volleyball and basketball, and their daycare is a bit smaller. So, um, th- those are just specific things I'd want to be looking at. But yeah, the Y is my top choice. Yeah. Also, uh, UNC Wellness has a rock wall, mm. which is also a benefit to go in there. All right. What is your all's opinion on Planet Fitness? Uh, <laughs> Planet Fitness, honestly. Um, if it's convenient for you and it and it fits in your budget, I think it's a it's a great facility for you to get some sort of physical activity done. But personally, I don't feel like um, it would support me and my goals and you know actually working out properly and efficiently. I feel like a lot of their facilities are you know kind of crowded with uh, people that are inexperienced, and it kind of ruins the vibe while working out. Yeah, I agree. If you're on a budget and it's close to you, it can be a good gym, but I don't really stand with their overall message, which seems to be almost discouraging um, exercise to a large extent, and especially with their things like bringing pizza. I don't think that's how a gym should be operating. Yeah, I think um, in hindsight, Planet Fitness is like pretty cheap. So it's very cheap. So if you're on a budget and you really can't be spending that much money elsewhere, like if you have other worries and it's it's okay for, you know, casual, like the dumbbell work, but with having no barbells, it can be difficult for anyone that like is decently serious about going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it also has a lot of people that are genuinely really inexperienced. It makes the gym kind of, uh, like annoying to work out and around them. So, unless you're like really struggling to keep up a budget, like you shouldn't really go to Planet Fitness, in my opinion. What do you think the best gym for beginners is? Honestly, I think that depends on your goals. Um, a lot of people start off lifting for different reasons. If your if your goal is, is to you know increase your physique and you know just betterment for your health, then you might want to just start off at a you know at a gym and working out with a partner and kind of focusing on form and getting your basics right. I think if you're an athlete that's training for more strength and power, you might want to go to a gym that would offer personal one-on-one coaching 
for you to make sure you're able to actually reach your goals because I think that's a much more advanced form of training that requires more guidance, uh, hands-on. Yeah, um, I would say if you're just a beginner, pretty much any gym that you can afford and is nearby would be the best just because if your gym is, let's say, 20 minutes away and you have a low and you don't have a really high motivation to go, that can lead you to skipping it as much while compared if it's five minutes away, you're more likely to actually go. But I'd say, yeah, like the YMCA or UNC Wellness Center, both are relatively more towards the beginner thing, but even like Bucked Up, Lifetime, or O2 still, if you're a beginner and you're serious about it, they can still be good gyms to go to. Yeah, um, as long as it's close, I think any gym can fit like your goals if you're first starting off because you obviously don't know what niche of, of fitness you want to do when you first start off. Um, I know a lot of people that have started off going to powerlifting gyms which are like more hardcore like a lot of chalk no mirrors and they're well off right now so I, I really don't think it matters where you go. Right. What are your all's opinions <clears throat> on fitness influencers or influencers? Influencers. Um, um I think I think most of the time it's like a it's like a positive thing for the fitness community. It's still pretty niche. Like um, it's getting more popular like rapidly, but it's still a pretty small community of people. And I think they're doing a good thing for you know the rest of the world. Everyone needs to get into the gym, in my opinion. Yeah, I so. feel like the overall message behind the fitness industry is great, which is to just kind of support you know the gym. And I feel like. There's a lot of wrong messages that are out there, and it's easy, easy for people to get confused a lot of the time. Uh, but I, I feel like if you really dig deep and look for information that's uh, reliable and, you know, specific to you, there's a lot of great resources and a lot of great influencers that can actually help you achieve your goals with uh, some of the information that they do have. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think most, for most people, it's uh, fitness influencers are positive. They help them like find like somebody who they feel they have like a better connection with and like is gives them motivation to go but then at the same time there are some who are using fitness as just a way to make a profit or to gain fame which isn't really the reason i think people should be in the um industry for as well other people like will mislead their uh viewers intentionally such as not disclosing their um, their steroid regimen if they are on it, making people have unrealistic uh, expectations. So I think it's a good thing, but it but they must have to be in for the right reasons. I mean, uh, like speaking of like gear use, like steroid use, I think sometimes in the fitness industry, a lot of people like promote it. Mm-hmm. So uh, younger, more younger people are getting into steroids, and like before, it was like people were pretty young because they were uneducated. But now, despite having so much free um, quality information on the internet, there's still like 16, 17 year olds hopping on gear and doing steroids at like such a young age. Yeah, I think that's a big issue, but most, most influencers still tell them not to. So it's kind of a conscious decision, but I'd say it's more of the people at fault are the companies that will sell things like charms really easily mm-hmm. and anybody can get it with their like parents credit card basically while 
back in the day it was much harder. So I think that's another reason why it's so prevalent now. And um, on the topics of steroids and stuff, what is your all's opinion on like supplements, like creatine, pre-workout and stuff like that? I feel like stuff like creatine, pre-workout, um, turmeric pills, fish oils, vitamins can all be beneficial. And obviously for any supplement that you, sh- that you are taking, especially at a devil developing age like you know like us being teenagers you should always get stuff like that checked by your doctor um most of the time stuff like fish oil and vitamins are safe but i feel like you know any supplements that you are taking that you feel like can affect you negatively should be checked by your doctor because i feel like a lot of people just kind of see their idols and you know role models doing one doing something and you know doing their bare minimal research they're so quick to just hop on doing the same thing uh, which I feel like is a little bit um, uneducated. So, yeah. yeah, I agree with that. Um, especially with creatine and pre-workout, I think if you want to use it and you can, like let's say you have like a good caffeine tolerance and no like heart conditions, I think it's a good thing to use, but you should also make sure to do your research and primarily with the vitamins and fish oil type of stuff. I think you should try to get most of it from your food and by eating whole foods and not processed foods. And also to make sure that the vitamins you're taking are actually necessary because sometimes people might, might just see their, um, people say, oh, you need a multivitamin. When in reality, they're already getting enough of the vitamins and that could lead to some like excess amount of um vitamins which aren't beneficial either so just to make sure just check like make sure that you actually need the stuff um i mean i agree i think creatine and vitamins and like bcaas and things like that are are pretty beneficial for you not like super significantly to be honest you don't need to take them at all you get creatine and vitamins and things like that from like red meat and food anyway but if you want to you can it won't be any harm it might benefit you in some way. But things like pre-workout, you probably need to look into more before you take any, because sometimes there are um, things inside of pre-workout that like could be potentially dangerous for you, like um, DMA, which was a thing before. There's still some pre-workouts with DMA in it, so you gotta do your research, but besides that, it's like, it's fine. Like, you can take it if you want to. Alright, and our last question. With the new Bucked Up Gym coming out, do you think it is worth all the hype and, like, do you think it's worth the price? Uh, I personally like the gym. I feel like the vibe in there is great. Um, and then a big thing about them is they give you free pre-workout, which personally would save me a lot of money and honestly just help my workouts. Also, I feel like I'm able to get in better workouts there just because of the goals that I have specifically oriented for myself, such as powerlifting goals. And also, sometimes, you know, you're not the most educated in the gym and you need help. And I feel like the people that I'm surrounded by at that gym are kind of able to aid me in my workout. So, yeah, I feel like I get great support there. Yeah, so personally, I actually go to the Bucked Up Gym, and I like it a lot. It's nice with their free pre-workout and um, their large selection of machine of uh, fitness equipment, which is including um, cardio, uh, turf area where they have many things there, a lot of squat racks and places to deadlift, and then a really good uh, variety of machines. 
So I like it. Also, you're going to be more motivated to um, work out there because of many of the people there. Like, for example, when I uh, went yesterday, I realized that one of the people I was working out right next to was actually an IFBB pro. So, um, yeah, that's definitely pretty motivating. The only problem is, though, if a lot of people start to go there, especially who are um, beginners and aren't really focused, it could end up that they're, it's just becoming overcrowded with a lot of people just kind of hanging out around the place instead of actually working out. But I'd say it's still a really good gym. Um, I don't go to Bucked Up personally because of how far away it is from me, but it all, you know, it depends on where you live. But most of the time, most of my friends are saying that it's pretty far. But, I mean, it's worth it. I've gone. It's, it was a pretty good experience, but crowding is definitely an issue because of how it's a new gym. There's a bunch of beginners coming to Bucked Up, which is fine because, you know, and, and everyone starts somewhere, but it sort of gets annoying at times because the gym isn't huge and there is definitely limited space for um, a, a vast amount of people, but I still think that the hype is worth it. I think that it's a good solid gym with solid prices. Yeah, let me just add when I was saying about like beginners going there, we're not talking about like people who are just like new and can't lift as much, but are still pretty motivated. We're talking about when people will just go there and kind of just see it as like a hangout spot, like invite their friends there for like an hour to spend their time, but not actually do something where it gets in the way of people actually trying to work out. Yeah, I, I definitely think you should have some sort of base experience to go to Bucked Up, especially because there isn't like that much equipment considering the fact that there's so many people going at the same time, so. Definitely uh, have your priorities straight. Yeah, definitely for a gym like that, um, you want to know what you're going to be doing. You don't want to be going in there without a plan, and I feel like it's just better off for more experienced people. Yeah. yeah. Thank you.